All right, good morning and welcome to episode 52 of A Better Father. So I said uh, yesterday that I would kind of update a little bonus episode on uh, how everything went yesterday. And I have to say that it was uh, nerve-wracking. I was sitting in the courtroom. I felt like throwing up at least three times. There was actually one time I almost got up and walked out like I thought I was going to puke. It is weird. I've never had to be in a courtroom like that. It was not a big dramatic thing, nice courtroom, blah, blah, blah. But um, it was just a bunch of people on the docket. The judge is like, anybody need to be in another courtroom and in now? And so he went over those people first. And then he's like, is there anybody who needs to deal with this or that? And so they did. And then somebody my lawyer was working with was in there at the same time. And so he's like, anybody else? She was like, well, I have another client here. So he took us up. Uh, and then it was basically just like, we have some unresolved issues over mediation. We're working on that. And the judge is like, okay, court date set for July 10th. Does that work for everybody? And they both looked at the camera and said, sure. So July 10th at 1.15 is the uh, next date um, to, I guess, end this. As long as everything gets figured out before now and then, I'm not sure it will based off um, the differences we have and some things that have come up or I've learned about or... I have come to feel less good about. That's a whole other side story. But I will just say being in the courtroom kind of sucks. Because of this situation, my name now exists in a place in a way that it's never existed before in a court. And it's like now I just like exist in the world of court stuff. And I have avoided that pretty much all of my life. So I lived a pretty good, clean, nice life. And now because of this one person and all of these things, everything I don't I'm not going down that road in this one I just wanted to say for anybody who is listening to this or dealing with a similar situation it was weird it was gut-wrenching it sucked the entire time you're just sitting there quietly waiting for a judge to say whatever he was going to say and then you just get up and you leave I will say it was not nearly as dramatic as I thought I have these things in my head and I've listened to people who are older than me or who have gone through divorces or child custody issues you know, 30, 40, 20 years ago, whatever. I don't know anybody my age who's divorced where they had to really worry about the kid's situation or if there was. The kid was basically able to tell the court, I want to live with my mom or I want to live with my dad. And they said, okay, like, that's fine. Um, And then just kind of worked it out. Uh, So the people I deal with or talk to tend to have a um, dramatic view of how court custody battles work and I'm sure it can still get ugly or bad or you know people start accusing each other of horrible stuff or whatever and it drags out but um it was kind of it wasn't haha funny but I was just sitting there and there was a couple getting a divorce they couldn't figure out mediation and the judge just says all right it's not friend of the court here in Michigan it is but um whatever it's called here they're like all right each person is ordered to pay $450 they need to meet with the child court person, again, friend of the court in Michigan, um, within the next 72 hours, they have to have an appointment set up with them, and that's it. Click. And I was just like, wait, what? Like, I thought it'd be like, you guys couldn't work out mediation. What's going on? What's the problem? He was just like, nope, you guys couldn't figure out mediation? Fine. All right, now you go talk to the friend of the court. They'll do their thing, and then they'll give me their recommendation, and that's probably how I will rule, unless something really weird comes up, or I learn something new or crazy, I guess. And even that, I don't know. I just kind of made that up in my head because I kept thinking it was going to be a bigger deal or the judge wanting to know why this couldn't work out or look at the people and be like, what's going on with you? Like, it was, nope. It was just like, all right, couldn't do mediation, boom, move on. And part of the reason for mediation 
was because I was trying to avoid a big, dramatic, crazy battle and not have to go through all this crap. And the judge just blew it off and moved on to the next one, which I thought was, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but that was not it. So, uh, and then again, I'm going to wrap this up. It's just a quick short episode to say like how the court thing went. And again, if anybody's listening to this and they're in a situation, the anxiety is there. The desire to puke is there. Um, throw it might sound better. It, oh God, it was so just like, I can't believe this is my life. And then I walked out of there and my, and it was good because my attorney wanted to go over some stuff with me. So we just kind of got up and walked out. So I didn't really have to deal with the ex and her lawyer, like a weird walking down the hallway together or whatever. She just took me into a side room and we talked and went over stuff and then kind of moved on. And basically a lot of the stuff I was worried about from the divorce papers that were given to me at the beginning of May, I was like freaking out a little bit. And my lawyer's like, nope, that's just them doing what they're doing. And now we're going to do what we're going to do. And we're going to counter all of this stuff. And we're going to go against this stuff. And I'm going to send it to her lawyer and blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, so I guess the battle begins now, which kind of sucks. Um, and also for anybody, we are still in the same household. The ex had mentioned, like, this is untenable. One of us needs to go, basically. She was saying, I need to go. And my lawyer's like, nope, unless something crazy happens or it gets nasty, like, stay there. Otherwise, it doesn't benefit her to have either one of you leave because she's still the primary provider and she would have to pay for two households, which gets more expensive, which takes more money out of both of your pockets and blah, blah, blah. So I assume since she hasn't brought it up, her lawyer probably gave her similar advice because I haven't heard her say anything since and she was trying to like get me out of here around this time and it hasn't come up again since. So um, I think as this moves forward, she, whatever, I don't know. But um, there's more to talk about as far as kind of how we're both feeling, where we're both at, what I'm thinking, advice I'm getting and stuff, which I can kind of cover that at a later date. It's just right now I wanted to cover the court, how it felt, and then I made it through. And that is the last thing I will say here is this kept going through my head, and I think I mentioned it a little bit in episode 51, but, and I want to reiterate it because of yesterday. I was drained yesterday. The whole day I couldn't think, I couldn't focus. I, my boss at work was getting a little frustrated with me because I was making stupid mistakes because I don't know my job well enough yet since I started it like eight weeks ago to go on autopilot when I need to and just get through the day. And so I made some mistakes or whatever, but I just, I, I thought I could do better. I thought I could focus on the job and get through it and stuff. And I just, I don't know well enough to do that. And so I made these stupid mistakes and stuff, but, um, which frustrated her, frustrated me. Uh, and then before I say what I was going to say, I'll say this. I went skydiving in my, or like 2021, somewhere in there. And the adrenaline rush, like I just was pure adrenaline for this period of time, jumping out of a plane, floating back down. And I didn't do, I did static line where it was just me. So I wasn't a tandem with anybody. And I was just on this high when I got off, got down. And the person who brought me was just laughing and smiling. And I'm like, let's go out, let's go do something. They're like, let's take it easy. Let's get back. You just, you know, do whatever you need to do. And then we'll see where we're at and maybe go out tonight or something. I was like, all right. And I was just so adrenalized that once that wore off, I just slept. I don't remember when I fell asleep, some mid-afternoon, but I did not wake up until like normal, regular morning time the next day. I was just out. And last night, putting my daughter to bed, it was the same thing. I was just out. I I don't know. I uh, 
I fell asleep and uh, putting her to bed, and I woke up when the ex came to get her, get our daughter to have her use the potty and stuff in the middle of the night, and she woke me up to do it, and I stumbled into my room and passed out some more. So I was drained, so that was definitely something that was going on, and the ex went back to work or did whatever she did. I have no idea. I don't care, but what I had to do was go be with our daughter and it's it's a blessing and a curse because like you're in court you're doing these things your adrenaline's up you're crashing and I still have to smile and put on a show and entertain and take care of my daughter and make her dinner and do all of these things like it's not a big deal or not making her feel the pressure of me dying inside because of these things happening while her mom just gets to go off and do whatever per usual and so it just that kind of sucked but so it was that thing of like, I would like to just be on my own or be by myself or be with a friend or just go grab a drink and hang out and just be. But I also got to be with my daughter during this really horrible, dramatic time. And I got to focus on what's keeping me good and focused and why I put up with this person for so long and why I'm going through all of this and why I'm doing this. And so it was a good reminder of like, hey, you have this amazing little girl and you are keeping your focus where it needs to be and I got to go be with you after having to find out like the day we were supposed to get divorced so it, it was a catch-22 I definitely could have used some downtime but I was also very much able to just be um, so anyway the thing that I wanted to mention after that little tangent is every step of this hurt every step of this was I don't I don't know what happens. I don't know how this goes. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going on. And every step is just, uh, 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 uh. And after I walked out of that court, after I was driving to go get my daughter, it dawned on me that every step of the way, no matter how hard this has been, no matter how much this has sucked, no matter how much this has hurt, I'm okay. Every step has been okay. Nothing has been so dramatic. Nothing has been so hard. Nothing has been so crappy that it was like, ugh. I mean, it's been, oh, but just not in a really bad way. And I think that's important to keep focused, especially when you're going to have a bad moment, is that I was so worried, so anxious, so knotted up about this court appointment yesterday that I just, I couldn't think, I couldn't focus, I couldn't function very well. And then we left, and it was okay. And I went and got my daughter, and it was a normal day. And I was okay. And then I went, I don't know, I passed out in her bed last night putting her to sleep. And then I woke up this morning and she came downstairs and I got her breakfast and we did breakfast. I did the dishes, I cleaned up and it was okay. And so it was a normal day after the big dramatic yesterday. Today was and is just a normal day and it's okay. So I think it's important to remind myself of that. And I think if anybody's dealing with anything at all, that it's okay. It might not be the way you wanted it. It might be not be the way you expected it. It might not be the way you anticipated it or hoped it would be or wanted it to be or envisioned your life. Because trust me, I got white trash life happening right now. Sorry to anybody who grew up in a white trash environment. Uh, I did, definitely. So it makes it okay for me to talk about it. And uh, But yeah, so it's it's okay. And now I'm getting ready to finish this up, drive into work, do another day, go pick up my daughter and spend another day with her, do dinner with her, put her to bed, wake up and do tomorrow. So it's okay. Thank you very much. I will talk to you all soon and I'll probably put this bonus episode up. 
I don't know, later this week. All right. Goodbye.